Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? Uh, pizza? Wait, I thought we decided on Thai. Yeah, we did last night and the night before that. Okay, fine. Pizza. But despite their differences, they had one thing in common. They were crazy about each other. Mitch. What? Would you stop quoting the notebook so we can get this thing ready for takeoff? Yeah, you mean like a bird? No, I don't mean like a bird. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. podcast that challenges popular opinions about movies. I'm Brandon Sharp. I'm Zach Smith Michaels. And I'm Mitch Dupree. And tonight we're watching The Notebook and asking, is this healthy? Zach, why don't you give us the synopsis for The Notebook? Okay, I'm going to do my rom-com trailer voice. Boy meets girl. Boy and girl fall in love. Girl's parents don't approve of boy. Boy goes to war girl gets engaged to someone her parents approve of. Tale as old as time. So fellas, Nicholas Sparks, just so polarizing. What is his best movie? Polarizing like he's like Obama or something. A lot of people love him. A lot of people hate him. That's right. I feel like everyone who I talk to who likes him likes his stuff under the guise of I know it's not like very guilty pleasure vibes. Like I know it's not very good, but I love it anyway. You know, I think we have a lot of cinephile friends, though. We do, I think we do. the mass population, like yeah. people who like read romance novels on vacation sure. and in the airport, they're just like, yeah, that's a good romance. That made me cry, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, sure. Did we throw it over to Facebook? We did. we did. Yeah, I can get some answers here, Roland, if you want me to. Kayla Fanov says, safe haven. If you stay, I promise. There's no safer place in the world than right here with me. Have you fellas seen Safe Haven? I haven't. I don't even know what that is. To kind of give her, you know, a little context here. She said only because Josh Dumal is attractive. So sure. Her answer Josh, is a shallow one. Josh Dumal? Yeah. Which one is yeah. Josh Dumal? He looks like Timothy Oliphant, but like less like a murderer. Like diet Timothy Oliphant? He's, he's in Transformers. That's the only thing I really know of him <laughs> okay. in. It isn't going to work for me, though. There's he's no in Life as We Know so. It with Catherine Also, Heigl. Kayla, I wasn't laughing at your choice because I haven't seen it. I was just laughing at the title. <laughs> Safe Haven. Safe Haven. Because <laughs> these, all of them, I feel like, are like fantasies, right? It's like, well, I just remember. Do you like bad boys? The Notebook. Do you like nostalgia? Safe Haven. Do you like feeling safe? It's like, what kind of man do you need for this two-hour read on the beach? What about the movie called The Longest Ride? Don't even know what that is. Is this erotica? I I think it's about cowboys, but... I really feel like they could have maybe worked a little harder on the title. I think he maybe, did exactly what he, he knew what he was doing. He did exactly <laughs> what he meant to do. These books sell millions of copies. Zach commented. He said the one where someone dies at the end. Okay, Zach. Thank you, Zach. All right, Zach. Here's the, here's the thing, though. But here's the thing is like after a while, like it's 
like I hate to say it like this, it's not fun anymore. Like it's to a point like one of them's gonna die at the end, and the whole time you're watching, like one of them's gonna die at the end, and then he does. It's like, why is someone's death like your calling card? You don't have to do this every time, Nicholas. I'm gonna tell you something. This was never about fun. All right. This is about <laughs> romance. Romance isn't fun. Romeo and Juliet isn't fun. <laughs> well, it, it reminds me of a I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Stranger Than Fiction, where oh, yeah. like the Emma Thompson's whole thing is like, I kill off a character at the end of every book in a creative way. I'm like, Nicholas. Uh, <laughs> Nicholas. How creative is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got, Brandon? So I think I'm already noticing that we're missing the best one, but uh, oh, wow. Thomas Eller says the notebook and safe haven. So like the notebook and safe haven are like two common choices here. Wow. I'm kind of tracing this thread down. Corinne Dupree responded she likes safe haven the most the notebook is okay i also kind of enjoyed knights and rodanthe which i've i've never seen that <laughs> i don't no. even know what that is knights and that's, rodanthe that's is richard, richard gear right? being here makes you feel uncomfortable i can go i was planning on grilling a salmon for dinner sounds good I'm telling you, every it. fantasy is fulfilled in one of these movies. Like, you want an older silver fox? We got Richard Gant. A silver he was, fox. He was in Chicago and Pretty Woman. Remember, remember this, ladies? So I feel like the best Nicholas Sparks is A Walk to Remember. Yes. Like you were sent to me because I'm sick. To help me through all this. Mm-hmm. We remarked on this for like two seconds before we started recording. Yeah. We are going to talk about what to remember on, on Godfellas people, but I do want to just say the movie starts off with a song by the breeders and a bunch of cool high schoolers walking around swearing. So when I saw this movie at eight years old, I was like, yeah, yeah, yes. Yes, I have, please. I have a lot to say on the, the music this. choices in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Me but too. Yes. Uh, but yes. I do love the Switchfoot selections, though. You can't beat that. So no one is saying that these movies don't have problems. No one is saying that. What are your guys' biggest problems with the notebook specifically with the understanding in the next block we're gonna be like happy-go-lucky maybe right because like i don't want to punch it to a piece of meat but i think we should spend some time talking about it yeah right Yeah, agreed agreed i want to say much like when i watched the twilight movies i walked in like trying to have as open of a mind as possible and similar when when twilight started from the first line of dialogue i was like Okay, I know exactly what kind of movie I'm going to be watching. Can I right. stop and you right no- there? I doubt that a little bit, but I but go on, go on. I just I wow. want to hear what you have to say. Wow, 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 wow. I just doubt his open mindness a little bit. So the difference is, I'd never seen Twilight. I had seen the Notebook and I already okay. knew All I right. didn't care uh, for it. But I'm like, yeah, yeah. but there I was like, go. you know what? Though, let me like try to go on reset and just like accept the movie for what it is rather than what it's not. Because people tell me all the time, they're like, Zach, like the Notebook. You have to bear in mind, you are not the target audience. You know, like they're making this movie for like you know for girls. Like that's kind of the thing which I don't love when people no. say that. But it's like you are not you. You know, straight white male are not the target audience for Notebook. So at the beginning when there was the soft piano and the shot of a sunrise i was like okay like i think i'm kind of like ready to accept what the movie is but it veers off a little bit and i will say like from just a filmmaking standpoint i feel like this film doesn't really grab you and hook you in it kind of like starts slow yes and doesn't really pick up like that's the thing like my biggest issue with the movie is that i think it's pretty boring do you think they show this in nursing homes 
Or is that cruel? I hope. What not. would be the, the point very much of? Like, we open on two old people. <laughs> yeah, the one the one's called Duke. But don't worry, it's really Ryan Gosling. And I think, <laughs> and yeah, that is so odd yeah. that yeah. we just gave him a different name. Yeah. That way, when he's reading his story to Allie, she won't understand. Oh, I thought your name was Noah. You At know, what like point it, in his life did he become the Duke? <laughs> that's, that's what I need to know. Day that's one when sequel. he got to the nursing home. <laughs> a walk to remember sequel. A jog to forget. There's something I don't know. Just give me, give it oh, a Duke. Mitch. Give it a Duke oh, story. Mitch. Give it a Duke story. Oh no. Um, can I just list a couple little things and then I'll Please. get into the series? Okay. How about um he stalks her. Ryan Gosling. He, yeah. he stalks yep. her. Let's start there. Uh, yeah. He tailor made a house to her specifications and presents it to her like a gift even though they dated for like 15 minutes in high school well uh, yeah. she tracks she tracks him down but, no, but that's he, neither here he made it though before he she tracks him down he absolutely did the, do this the exactly was to for, present it to her yeah, yeah. Well, yes. and maybe okay. if i make this home she'll come to me it's like the secret for oprah right it's it's like a little uh, the okay. constant fighting yeah that yeah. was th- that's a big one let's let's stop there the constant fighting is like because i feel like a lot of these movies it's like you know what romance is? It's passion. And I get right. that. I get like, I don't want to have like a dull life, but it's like, if you shove her against the wall and you're mad and you're slapping her in the face, that means you really care. James Marsden is boring. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, I will say also the way that he talks to her, like there was the one line where mm-hmm. he's like, come lay out in the middle of the street with me and watch traffic lights. And she's like, oh, no, thank you. And he's like, you don't do what you want. And I was yes. like, Ryan, yes. Ryan, this is what you want to do. She never said that she wanted to do this. Like, Just because he's wearing yeah. a Newsies hat does not mean he's a scamp. <laughs> he's a textbook <laughs> manipulator. He, he never lets her do what she wants. It's so pushy and insistent all the time. He's Get just like... Water! Get in the water now! Yeah, I'm like, stop it! <laughs> I do alone. think the way he acts in the beginning of the movie is unwatchable for me. It's cringy. Yeah. It's my least favorite part of the movie. I think just that level of like pushiness and pining is not like something I'm super comfortable with watching. No. You know, and I don't know why when this story was being written or when this, you know, was being adapted for film, that felt like something a girl would enjoy. I don't know why that was like on someone's mind, but it's definitely hard to watch at least in 2020, probably yeah. always, but yeah. yeah. Here was the the moment in the movie also. Like we've been coming down pretty hard on on right. Gosling, which I will say the the positives, he looks better the older he gets. Um but I I will say <laughs> okay. um yeah, Ra- I mean, Rachel, you're not wrong. Rachel McAdams in the movie is no saint as well. She's physically yeah. abusive towards Ryan. Like when she's like slapping him in the face and everything, I was like, "Oh, this yeah. is bad." But then Ryan starts slapping himself too, and I was like, "And that is manipulation, folks." Yeah, I do not understand why people flock to this romance. Like, and I, I want to mm. believe it's more than just they look good. You know what I mean? Or that they have good chemistry. Like, yeah. I really want to believe that. I wish. Like, I wish I could see what you're seeing, people who love this movie. There's just, like, a lot of things. Like, one of the things that bugs me is everything's a big romantic gesture. It's a little bit like how I said the Forrest Gump is pornography for boomers. This is, like, romantic rom, you know, like, pornography. Like, it's not real. It's like, you know what love is? It's making a house for someone. You know what love is? Getting a thousand geese or whatever to <laughs> flock to a pond. You know, you know what I mean? Like, you know what love is? Writing someone who has never responded to you a letter every day every for a day. year. 365 days. That's what love is. And I'm like, 
I don't know. Like, I feel like you can care about people very much and love them without doing these weird romantic gestures. That's not what relationships are. Yeah. Did anyone feel a little odd about the way Noah's dad acts towards Allie the first time they meet? Did it feel odd to anyone? I don't remember. Can you specify? He's he's sort of very like overly friendly hey, with her in hey, a way, that lady, will... and just uh, just a yeah. little like I thought we were about to see something worse. Yeah. Uh oh. I thought it was headed in that direction, but Uh-oh. it thankfully didn't go that that way. You know. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, I thought it was weird. It's not important. I was just curious. You know what I was focused on in that scene? She's going to Sarah Lawrence, and she doesn't know leaves of grass. <laughs> that, that's yeah. what I was focused on. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like the most famous of her. Anyways, <laughs> well, well, I was thinking. I was thinking about how it kind of like describes. This is the man who raised creepy Ryan Gosling in this movie. <laughs> so, so I was just kind of like it. It checks out like with the way that his son is behaving, like father, like son a little bit. Like his first date is literally he climbs on a Ferris wheel and says, essentially, if you don't go on a date with me, I'm going to kill myself. And again, like not I mean, not to get too harsh, but we see this no, happen that's in real obviously life, problematic. That's it obviously yeah. a problem. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. she like pulls saying- his pants down and is like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and again, like I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, be hyperbolic and insensitive and say like everything that's wrong with relationships is from the Notebook. Right. But then I think about in high school, I knew guys who were just like, "Oh, bro, I watch the Notebook and it makes the girls want to like me more." And it's like, well, this is what you're seeing. (laughs) If you're seeing Ryan Gosling behave this way, and you're thinking that's what girls like. That's not great. There are some genuinely troubling things I do think it teaches. Like, I I remember the scene where he's like, who do you want me to be? I'll be whoever you want. Like, woof, dude. Like, you shouldn't have to Mm. change yourself Mm -hmm. and more, you know, like, it's just weird. It's weird. It's a weird movie. But I will say on the flip side, though, to actually talk about something positive, I found the idea of him caring for his wife through Alzheimer's. Which, yeah. I mean, Alzheimer's just so yes. brutal, so, yeah. you know, challenging and just so like it just rocks people to their core. And like I've I, I haven't experienced it, but I've heard from people like it's the hardest thing to watch someone go through and to see him mm. choose every day. Like, I'm going to go through this like it's going to be hard, but I love you and I'm going to do this for you. For me, that was like, this is what we should be focusing on. This man loves her so much that he's willing to go through the heartache and the pain just to, you know help her on her journey like that was the beautiful stuff in the movie not the not this other baloney i totally agree i was a hundred million thousand times more invested in the old people love story than i was in ryan gosling and rachel mcadams i think like as much as i was just coming down on romantic gestures like it's the everyday acts of love and service that to me actually feel romantic like watching someone do something really really hard like that uh that obviously must come from a deep well of love that you have for someone so i i like i remember watching i'm like i don't believe ryan gosling and rachel mcadams like like love each other i definitely believe this old man loves this woman though Mm -hmm. you know so i i did find that really compelling yeah i'm with you man we've spent you know a fair amount of time talking about some of the problems in the notebook i'm sure there are more but on the flip side of that coin nicholas sparks movies are also wildly popular yeah and the notebook was one of the most popular of the bunch why do you think that is 
you know, we just did James Bond and I was thinking to myself, like, you know, that's a that's a fantasy of a certain type, right? Like, it wouldn't it be cool if, you know, I lived this exotic lifestyle. Like, these are fantasies. Like, there's a part of me, like, I want to be really clear. Like, when I bring up these problems I have with the notebook, it's not like I think that it's ruining society, right? Like, right, right, right. I mean, I think for the most part, they're pretty harmless movies. They're, they're not escapism necessarily, but I think you're right, Zach. I do think most people who go into these, like, know... Oh, this is this is this is fantasy, right? Like this is like a romantic fantasy. Maybe that says something a little weird about what our fantasies are, but fantasies are fantasies. I'm not going to judge it, man. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of weird fantasies out there in the world that we don't need to get into on this podcast. So, Uh yeah, I'd actually like to liken the the notebook to something we did over over Christmas break on Godfellas, which was uh, Christmas shoes. And. To quote Kayla Fanoff from our Facebook page, these movies are emotionally manipulative. They absolutely are. But I think most people are okay with that. And it's the same reason the Hallmark Channel is so wildly popular during the holidays. It's weird because it's almost as if it's socially acceptable to be emotionally manipulated around the holidays. You know, you don't see people foaming at the mouth about some emotional drivel they you know they saw on the hallmark yeah, channel yeah but the nicholas yeah. sparks movies enrage people you know yeah. there there is a oh i want to get into that yes me, there me is too, a there too. is a absolutely like a dog pack following nicholas sparks around to quote mitch again going back to the twilight episode the thing about the hallmark channel is that there's a lot of stuff and you know, your partner isn't going to have to watch this. But the thing is, is my girlfriend or wife made me go see the yes. notebook. And like the I've notebook is a dumb, mm-hmm. stupid romance movie with no gunfights or action. So that makes it bad. I think that like the most vocal crowd are like the, the men who had to watch this movie and can't just kind of go. Okay, I didn't like. Uh, oh, uh, my significant other really likes this movie. Let me shut up. <laughs> you know, I, know, I, I, ca- I kind of like, want to no. shake men out there and be like, "Can you do something for your significant other without complaining? Yeah. Like, relax. Sure. It's two hours. Like, calm down." Yeah, uh, but I do feel like there's also like a vocal population of women I know who are like, "It's almost like I don't like Justin Bieber. I'm not a Bieber person." Like, same thing right. with this. It's like Nicholas Sparks sucks, and I'm like, okay, you know, like that's fine. You don't have to be into it. I'm not into it, but. I think, yeah, you're right, Brendan. It's like a battle line. And I'm like, they're not of consequence. I mean, they're of some consequence, right, culturally. But, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just not that serious. As much as we're dogging on it right now, it's not that serious. Come on. Right, right. I think my point is there are certain times of the year, Valentine's Day, Christmas, when people are completely okay with being manipulated a little bit, you know, especially at the cinema. I, I think they're is some dangerous things in the notebook. Absolutely. Yeah, I would agree with that. But I, I think that. there also is something appealing about going to a movie that you know you won't have to think in. You might get to cry a little bit. You might get to feel warm and fuzzy up against your significant other, whatever. But I, I do think there's a place for movies like this. I, I think there is a place. I, well, I think, and I want to, this might sound completely ridiculous and I apologize. I think when you're watching something at home, and you're in the comfort of your own home, maybe like, you know, you have some snacks from the the kitchen or whatever, and you can kind of like check in and check out and you're just watching something on, yeah. on the television yeah. like that. That's one thing you don't really engage as much. So when the feels hit you, it's kind of like, OK, that was fine. I think more so, you know, when movies like The Notebook were coming out, there was a level of like, 
we're going to go to the theater and see this. So when you're actually right, going right. somewhere and sitting down in a new, in a new location, then there is a level of like, okay, like I'm here to watch a movie rather than like, I'm just here to, you know, uh, Oh, this is, on, this is on. I'll cry a little bit. That'll be fun. And I think that that's the thing when you're watching like a Hallmark movie on TV, there is a level of, I know what I'm getting into, but when you go to the theater, there's a sense of, I'm going to see a, a movie and I kind of think yeah. that maybe we expect a little bit more from that experience it gives a little more legitimacy maybe right, when you right. see That's it in the it. theater yeah I mean I definitely agree with that because like I think there are like couples who will go on dates and go see like the notebook and, and movies like that and like I think in that setting it's more legitimate and maybe the you're a little bit more impressionable where like I don't know. Can I throw some spaghetti at the wall? Like, I just can't get this image of like, like me watching the bachelor and my PJs at home. I'm like, I know this isn't like (laughs) good for me and I know it isn't real, but I don't care. I'm having fun. Right. And I feel like a lot of people watch these movies that way. It also reminds me a little bit of like horror movies where like you can have like cheap jump scares and things that are like poorly crafted. Right. Like from a movie perspective. Right. But it elicits the emotion Right. That I enjoy. Right. Like I like being scared. I know this isn't well made, but sometimes a cheap, bad horror movie is just what I want. And in the same way, sometimes you just want to go cry. Right. Like I just want a cheap, bad romance movie. I think the tricky Mm -hmm. thing, though, is like there's just more of an obviousness with like a horror movie movie of like. Yeah, that's bad. I'm not going to go murder someone. Mm -hmm. Right. Or this is like Noah's great. I need a boyfriend like him or like, you know, Rachel McAdams, that's my girl right. or, you know, I'm like, I want to okay. love like the love in the notebook. A love yeah. that splits the sky. That actually, goodness, that actually raises a good point. And this seems a little odd to talk about now, kind of on the heels of 2020. But when you're, you know, with your significant other right. and you want to yeah. go see a movie at the theater, you pull up the listings. Not everything works for a date. Yeah. You know, not, yeah, not everything <laughs> is great. For a date. Yeah, yeah. What are we going to go see? The Human Centipede 3 or Notebooks? Ex- exactly. <laughs> like, the Those notebook, are the only two well, options. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's extreme. But, you know, if there's right, like right, a, right, an right. action movie, an animated movie, a horror movie, you know, like, right. and then there's a romance movie or like a fun family movie. There's only so um, many things that, you know, feel appropriate on a date. Hey, right. babe, what do you want to see tonight? Is it HCP3 or is it a safe haven? <laughs> There's only two movies. We're in a small town. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm really I'm really trying to sprinkle some fairy dust here. And no, you guys no, are, I, no, I'm I sorry. Hear, I'm sorry. He got me with human centipede. He got me I mean, with human centipede. I, I, well, I will say, I no, think I just I just say it, if it's a if it's a need to like, you yeah. know, a very specific like date need, right. you know, like to find something that may appeal especially okay so uh, let me rephrase a little bit in the early dating stages when you're also mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i'll go see whatever you want i feel like when you get a little later in the and and zach kind of you know pointed this out a little bit but like when you get a little further down the road you, it's fine if maybe not every time it's something like this you both love right. yeah yeah exactly um once you hit documentaries and sweatpants that's when you know you're like all right we're <laughs> we're feeling yeah. good you know yeah, yeah but beginning yeah. it's got to be a little bit more you know. but now but now to kind of push back a little bit huh? i think at the same time 
there are good romance movies that are made. Yeah, you know oh, what absolutely. I mean? like, and that's, and absolutely. that's the thing, though. Like, I feel like there's been there have been times where I've gone on dates or I've like sat down to watch a movie. Uh, recently, thirteen going on thirty. I, I kind of watched like, okay, Love this is probably movie. not going to be for me, but Love it was really movie. fun. I had a, a great, great time. And again, yeah. I was like, I know I'm not the target audience. I really like this. Another movie, uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. I was like, great they movie. probably didn't make this thinking about me. I really like this movie, A Knight's Tale. They didn't make this movie yes. thinking about me. Great. I really really like this movie so that's the thing like i think just because it's a romance movie i don't think that means that the movie is going to be bad i think that and you can still make a movie that makes you feel and that gets you emotionally and it can still be a great movie also i think it's important also to differentiate between the kind of movies you're talking about because romances and rom-coms for sure sure sure, sure, sure. exactly these are tantamount to like a romance novel you know, yes, these sure, someone's sure. dying at the end, they're heart wrenching, you know, it's just raking you over the coals. There are a lot of good, funny um, yes, yes. rom-coms that really are, are like, like, they just fall light as a feather. You know, yeah. they're mm-hmm, not like mm-hmm. going to see the notebook. I feel like there right. is a big difference there. Yeah, I watched When Harry Met Sally for the first time with some friends a couple oh, weeks ago. Yeah. That that's like one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like it's, it's very, very good. It's very fun. Yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot less really great romance movies, or at least ones that I'm inclined to watch. I like. I agree, Zach. It's like they're all old. It's like you want to watch Casablanca or like racist uh, Gone with the Wind. Yeah, oh. no, I, I don't. I don't actually. I'd rather watch like <laughs> I don't know, Runaway Bride movies. or something. You know, like give yeah. me something that makes me laugh and chuckle and is sweet. That that's more my speed. Okay, Noah and Allie are on-screen relationships realistic, and we can we can stretch this out east no. and west if you want to. Also, though, follow up: Are they healthy? That's really what I want to get to here. I'm gonna yeah. say something. I'm mm-hmm. gonna say something about: Are they realistic? I think it is essential to remember that when you're watching these movies, the things the characters are saying to each other are written down by a writer or multiple writers in a room and when you hear something and it sounds so beautiful and thoughtful it's because it was supposed to you know like in real life your significant other maybe they'll go on like a big soliloquy about your beauty but you know in this movie it's been written it's been blocked it's been shot so I think you know you really can't expect you know it's why all isn't the, my the flowery life stuff? Yeah, yeah. Why isn't my life like this movie? Well, well can no I come at that yeah. from a different angle? Please like do. movies, uh, like you mentioned in one of our episodes recently, like Marriage Story, which is devastating, right? Yeah, I think that's a really pretty spot on, realistic depiction of you know a marriage falling apart. I think what you just said though is so true though. It's like they're able to articulate themselves emotionally so much more clearly than I have ever been. You know, yeah. like a, you know, like a lot of like crumbling relationships actually don't look like that because people often don't know, don't how to know talk. they don't know how to talk to each other. They don't know yeah. how to get what's inside out. So it's a really good observation, Zach, that yeah, we rarely are able to say the things that are being expressed, you know, uh, outwardly in these movies. Right. I feel like there's one big problem I have. It, it, it kind of is my biggest thing in this movie that bothers me the most. And I am pretty tired of the notion 
that, you know, the collective we owe it to ourselves and are permitted to satisfy our curiosity, if you will, about the one that got away. This is this is kind of a this is kind of this is kind of a notion that is I've heard this before. I've seen this before. Like I've seen my friends or friends of friends like feel the need, you know, and it's it, it happens if like you're in a committed relationship, but somehow yeah. there's like this allowance to this person. Well, I owe it to myself to, you know, I've, I had a crush on this person forever and, you know, they finally asked me out. It is pretty troublesome. I think that's dangerous. I think that's unhealthy to make it seem like her going back and second guessing her relationship with Lon and, you know, exploring this idea of what could have happened if you know if if Noah and I had stayed together I think that is problematic it's unhealthy yeah um yeah I, I, I'm, just a little I'm, sorry Zach but no, just worry. a little follow-up thing Allie does not go back and sleep with Noah because she loves him she does not uh, to be crass for a minute she has an itch that needs scratched that's Brandon exactly sharp. When it was happening, when it was happening, I I was like, this this is this is sad okay. for Noah. This is sad okay. for Noah. I'm okay. like legitimately. We're gonna go here. Okay. How about when she says, <laughs> "Why am I the so, one that?" So that's <laughs> so, so that's what up. I've been missing. Right after they're done, well, I'm like, "Wow, you gotta drag James Marsden like that? Are you kidding me? I'm sorry." I just think it's clear that Noah has been waiting for her, waiting, 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 waiting. She comes back, building they, his house. They have this intimate, you know, scene together. And to me, I'm like, I am so sad and nervous for him because like, that's like, she needed to get this out of her system. That's what, that's what was happening here. It can't um, be emphasized enough that they dated for like two months in high school, y'all. And it's been like summer fling. Years. Is I'm the term. so sorry, but that really bothers me. Yeah. Here's, um, here's my, one of my frustrations with the movie is, um, when she's dating Cyclops, uh, from the X-Lord, the, the issue Almighty. is his big thing is just that like, he's boring, you know, kind of like we had alluded to earlier, but he, the thing is that like, he doesn't do anything wrong in that movie. He's very sweet. He's very nice. He's respectful to her. He gets along with her family. He makes an effort. He takes care of her. Like I was expecting like, okay, when's the other shoe going to drop with this guy? And it turns out like he's, you know, a monster. He, he does like, dog fighting on the side yeah, or something, yeah. right? Or, Cause I'm he's like, so or perfect. Like, yeah. Like, so or like, perfect. where's the scene where like, he's going to like, you know, push her or something like that. Like where's, where's the scene where it's going to be like, like, oh no, he's actually bad for her. That never happens. I was like, he doesn't do anything wrong. He doesn't hurt anybody that entire movie. And she's just, uh, but on the other hand, she's kind of the worst. So maybe I'm kind of happy for Cyclops that she doesn't end up having to be married to him. And to Noah's credit, he points out the fact you come back here, you yeah. do this with me, and then you're going to run right on back sure, be- sure. because you're bored. You needed some excitement in your life. So that's why you're here. And now you're going back to your safe relationship. I think it's a common trope. Like it's a it common is, it thing. Is. It's like, and it's you exhausting. You're yeah. It's like your other side side of the tracks, you know, like that's a common thing, right? It's like, you've got the safe, boring, rich guy, or you've got the, and I'm sorry, some of that really bothers me. It me really, bo- because it's like, it's classist stuff where it's like, 
you know, the the poor guy from my youth, that forbidden fruit that I can't have. The mom mm. does it too. She's like, I got wax mustache monopoly man uh, husband over here. Uh, but, you know, I used to <laughs> used to go with this rock smasher guy and I come down and I watch him smash the rocks and it, it's, Lord. you know, whole day smashing the rocks and I'm not going to say rocks again, but uh, it, it's, it bothers me. It's like, I too want yeah, to no. like, oh. I mean, it bothers me too. And I think that, you know, I don't want to speak in high hyperbole here but i think that you know it's kind of movies and things like this where we introduce the rhetoric to people of well nice guys finish last that's i mean that's not the case in in real life you know like people find sometimes 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 sure you're romantic but, um, i love that that's what i'm saying like i yeah. think people i think people find each other not everybody is meant for everybody else and like it's just part of aging you kind of like find here's people who i get along with here's people who i like spending time with and then you find what you want in a romantic partner and i think for some people who maybe have seen a few too many of these movies they walk around believing like well, i'm never going to be happy because i'm like James Marsden and I'm nice to people I'm not sexy like Noah with my temper or whatever and again like I said I don't want to make it sound like everybody on earth thinks that but I think that there is you know a maybe sizable percentage of people who believe bad things about themselves because they've seen too many movies that teach dangerous things maybe i, I would like maybe. to for a second uh point out there the noah's response and lon's response to ally leaving ally is leaving noah first i think there's the scene with at the car and he bullies her he's yeah. being manipulative yeah. he's yelling at her he's being emotionally super, and verbally super abusive pu- super pushy absolutely it's it's problematic yeah. flip flip the coin you know a scene or two later she's in the bedroom with lon and he's like you know here's my options and he's kind of being analytical about it but i love the way he's like I, but the bottom line is i just don't want to force someone to stay with me if they don't right. want to yeah well, sure, he's but the even- unproblematic fave honestly because right. sure. like he 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 handles that so like I, you know what i just i still love you right but mm-hmm. i respect myself enough to not have to beg someone to be with me right which yeah. i think is beautiful that's love yeah. Well, even to go back to that scene, this this really bothered me on this watch. The scene when he goes like, stop thinking about what everybody else wants. What do you want? And she says, I'm I'm going to leave. I need and to then go. He's, and then he just like starts like slamming his hands around. I was like, she just told you what she wants. You, It's manipulation. That's exactly yeah, what you're doing Yeah, he doesn't care right at all what she wants, to be clear. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, he cares right. about what he uh, wants, which And is I her. think the movie tries to get away with it. And it's like, well, because he knows that she wants to be with him. But again, it's it's the thing like... Uh, she told you she verbally said i want to leave and that's the only thing that matters it doesn't matter what you think she wants or what you're guessing that she wants or that you're intuiting that she wants if she says i want to go that's it you know then that's it moral of the story is gosling to marsden is an upgrade of the century and it will never make sense the notebook is bizarre no means no folks also no means no I think kind of in closing, I feel like movies like this serve a certain purpose. I think they are appropriate to some degree in a certain setting. I think Noah and Ali are problematic specifically. Uh, Their relationship is unhealthy. I don't think 
that is the case for all Nicholas Sparks movies. I don't think that all of them are problematic. I haven't seen them all. I couldn't even speak to it if I wanted to. Fair. But I'm just specifically talking about Noah and Allie. I think there are some problems there. I don't think it's a great example of what a relationship should look like. I, I don't think it is something to hold up as a model. Is it enjoyable on a date? Uh, I don't know that it holds up that well in 2020. It might have at one point, but uh, nowadays I think there are better things out there. There are be- there's better fun to be had on said date. So, mm. anything else, guys? Before we wrap yeah, it up, yeah. I I wrote down in my notes: call me old fashioned, but I like couples who are nice to each other. Ayo. So Ayo. again, the rhetoric of the one who got away, like Brandon said, or the I have to keep on chasing this person, or like maybe if I keep on, you know, asking them over and over, I'll wear them down, or I'll wait for them forever. It's not healthy. It's, it's the wearing good. down that gets yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah it's the wearing down. Like, and I think that that is actively unhealthy. I think that that's actively unsafe. I'm I'm pretty glad that we're moving away from that. To be honest, mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. in more of our films, I think that that's you know a good step for progress. But you know, again, I think that the Notebook. There's a good story in there about a man carrying through his wife through Alzheimer's. And unfortunately, yeah. there's there really ain't much more to this one, folks. Yeah, the trope of the chase is gross to me, right? Yes. Like, like she said, no, I'm going to keep doing stuff. Okay, you could also just leave her alone. Like, a lot of 80s movies are like that, right? Like, say anything. I'm like, waiting outside with the boombox. Like, calm down, you know? You're not trying hard enough. You know what? <laughs> right. I watched freaking, and this is a problematic movie, but I watched Superbad a little bit earlier tonight. And I was like, you know what? If a girl likes you, like, the girls in that movie make very clear that they like the guys in that movie and they're just obtuse. I'm like, they'll let you know. Like, they'll make it very clear to you, right? Like, you don't have to ask. And then they say no and you keep asking, right? right like They will tell you what they want. You know, yeah, it's it's almost it's almost like you will be told what what someone wants. Uh, it's not a great mystery you have to suss out. I will say this though, to rush to the Notebook and Nicholas Sparks' defense in the last minute, I do think these movies are under a greater degree of scrutiny than sure. The Matrix or like action movies or you know what I mean. Like the same thing when we did Twilight. I think it was a little bit well as like, oh, I'm gonna defend it. Let's calm down because like. It's not that I don't think it's problematic. It is, right? But I know very few pieces of art, especially like 15 years old, that don't have really troubling elements. I think these maybe have scarier implications for their impact on the way people see love and romance. So that's a tricky thing. But I just I just also want to acknowledge maybe this is really zoomed in on the microscope for us uh, in a way that other pieces of art aren't. So that's my only thing there. Do I love it? No. (laughs) When I watch it again? No. Is it good? (laughs) No. (laughs) But also... I don't know. Chill. <laughs> that's, I guess that's yes. just like, yes. relax. It's not right. like, you know, the worst thing that's ever happened to humanity. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
Tell his old ass time. I don't know oh, that that's the yeah. rom-com voice, is it? That's like the... It, um, I don't know. Like, Boy, I feel like the rom-com... Girl. Two lies, yeah. one gun, three murders. <laughs> New Line uh, Cinema presents... <laughs> this Christmas. I don't know. It's been so long since there's been like voices in trailers that... Hold I on know. to your butts. No one does that anymore. Have fun editing this, Brandon. Uh, I know. First, say if the notebook is your favorite movie or even a movie that you like kind of a lot i appreciate you sticking it out to the end with us also i'm sure there are things we missed good and bad so find us at real boys podcasts on facebook and instagram and give us your two cents we would love that we have also been trying to run some of our episode questions past you guys to see what you have to say all of that plus a deeper dive into our episode topics happens in our private facebook group the real lounge that sounds like something you'd like to be a part of ask us about it we'd love to have you and don't forget subscribe on itunes stitcher spotify or wherever you get your podcasts well we will be back in march with an episode on all things keanu reeves we can't wait for this one we'll see you then <laughs>